0: God he really did it Leading by example wasn't hard And plus I dated women Taught them all I know Until years later I'm an auntie figure Now what's the difference If I'm sending in this contradiction Trying to right my wrongs But I go left and miss the whole picture Hazy vision cause I'm blazing Hanging in the trenches Praying that I make it Yes they're living in the same conditions That's far fetching Double minded have a double standard Double temptation in my face My kryptonite is damaged They say if you knew better You would do better but I know we still living up and do whatever. My daddy's gone and my mama, she's my backbone. Like every time I fall off, I always go back home. Headed down the road of truth for death up in my rear view. It's time to make a change. The end of days is coming up soon. Raised to be a Christian, but was bred to be a goon. Was taught from the streets, but I never learned from school. Now it's time to pay my dues with my head held high. Cause in reality, we all just living to die. So I'm ten toes down, tryna to steer from my demise. Stately claiming that I'm cool, but you can see it in my eyes. Hey, as time flies, I think I'm learning from my head Every move to make it in his life, you got to sacrifice, and lose. That's the truth. If I'm lying, you can stop me now. I'm standing tall so you can never, ever break me down. God got me, you don't. You a lying, he won't. You a fake and he can't. And that's the friend that I want. You non-believers, I don't get it. You say he's a fraud. Yet every time you get in trouble, you say, oh my God you die for everybody to have a clean slate or get beaten until we couldn't recognize your face? Now I don't think so. It's time to wake up and look around because the devil's trying to take us. I know I'm not perfect, but tell me who is. You couldn't judge me if you wanted, lead the judging of him. I know I'm going on the whim to get the ignorant to listen, God gave me your word, now it's time to do my mission. I don't get it. Is my pigment such a bad thing? Are we in our last days or a bad dream? This world is contributions so confusing and it's complex. We're living just to die. So I'm wondering am I'm next. Yeah.
1: to KBOO Portland. The time is 7.01 and next is Keeping It Real with Arone. Stay tuned. KBOO Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor Top Dog Underdog, running Friday, November 9th at the Chapel Theater in Milwaukee. Top Dog Underdog tells the story of a sibling rivalry between African-American brothers in a turbulent relationship punctuated with dark humor. Their names are Lincoln and Booth. This show has adult content and is not recommended for children. Again, that's Top Dog Underdog running Friday, November 9th at the Chapel Theater, 4107 Southeast Harrison Street in Milwaukee. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. KABU Community Radio is proud to co-sponsor the Mulugeta Sarah commemorative conference Tuesday, November 13th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the University Place Hotel and Conference Center in Portland. This half-day conference honors Mulugeta Sarah, 28-year-old Ethiopian college student living in Portland who was murdered by racist skinheads on November 13th, 1988. This conference will include panel discussions, continuing legal education for attorneys, and community training on addressing hate. Again, that's the Moola Geta Commemorative Conference, Tuesday, November 13th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the University Place Hotel and Conference Center, 310 Southwest Lincoln Street in Portland. More information can be found at KBU.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events.
2: Street each step, walking closer to my final destination of death. When I'm laying the rest, I'm only saving my breath. The Northwest fills the lungs, kills the pain in my chest. Take six quarters out of the pocket and drop it in the box, Hot the 48 off to pay homage. It stops often. I drop my observations, watching citizens walking off at a Joe Metropolitan. Yeah. Proletarians and wayward sons with old Filipino men speaking in their native tongue. And the day has just begun, greeted by the scent of a bum, smelling something like beer, barf, and dung. Yeah. A brother in the bows in the back all alone, marinating in a pair of half-broken headphones, mumbling rhymes. Same time, begin to pen mine, appreciating design rewind sister reminds me of a smile in the back of my memory wonder if i see her again will she remember me i'm not trying to holler i swear i'm just weary of the way we hop ride and just sit there and stare prepare for my nine o'clock work meeting a couple pale folks slide right by with
3: no yo portland what's going on we're back with another episode of keeping it real shout out to nick deasy he's not present with us he's been busy lately but Still got love for you, young DZ, and, you know, you still got a space here. Um, Other than that, I have a couple of important guests today. One is on the way. However, the other, none other than my brother, (laughs) Ill Will. Thank you. (laughs) What's going on, man? Welcome to the family. Man, I really appreciate it. How you doing, man? What's going on? What's new? It's been a while. Man, um...
4: I've been I just been back in Portland for about 6 months. I finished uh-huh. a Masters of Teaching English program in New York at Columbia. Okay. And so I got some different experiences there that I can relate to my experiences working here in in Portland in the North Portland community. And man, you asked me a question earlier mm-hmm. and I and I would like to answer that, but I also want to keep it balanced. So I'm okay. going to throughout this somehow find a question that I can ask you. Okay. Sounds good. Um,
3: so let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So what's up? So, you know, uh, this is not your first time here, right? And last time you came here, we talked a lot about gentrification. Uh, we talked about, you know, your, your work in, you know, in, uh, in North Portland. And we also just kind of, you know, touched up on uh, some of the impact that you've been able to make, you know, for your younger kids um, in the community. Um, and now, you know, you you got your master's degree. Um, you know, you've had a couple of months, uh, you know, about six months back in Portland. Um, so let's talk a, a little bit about your, like, perspective, right? Um, usually people get their degrees and then go into job search and all that stress that comes with that. What have you been doing?
4: So I have kind of an unorthodox path, and... Um, Truthfully, I haven't shared this with that many people, only people that's close to me, but I'm going through some physical and mental things right now that is partly in my control, which I feel empowered, and partly is out of my control, which is a bit scary. And anybody, I'm living at home with my parents right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not working a full-time job. And for anybody that has to take a deviation on their path that they think is linear, that they're just keeping on rising um i'll say to you keep going stay strong it's not always linear right and that's kind of a daily um a daily challenge for me but what i have been doing is keeping my mind really focused on what uh what my values are um and that is really has been highlighted um by this recent election so um i've been kind of trying to stay in uh with activism mm-hmm. a bit, did a couple canvasses um and have been so got to talk to a lot of people uh, about their about democracy about the voting process um and then just kind of congratulating people for participating um it's really tough when you meet someone who feels like they are disenfranchised that their voice does not count that they are kind of invisible and can't impact their life or the life of others and so one thing so what I've been you asked me I don't want to stray from your question what I've been up to has been really thinking about different ways that teachers can approach the classroom and approach students or just generally uh, a community that has power let's say the teachers are um, an adult community that has some type of power or direction That uh, makes them stable in society, Mm -hmm. helping a population, youth overall, underserved youth, even more importantly, uh, that doesn't have much agency or or power. And how can that classroom dynamic help uh, the students feel like they are going to attain that and already really already possess a lot of that? Right. So, what I've been thinking about is um, just how each person's human experience is automatically a book of knowledge that is valuable not just to that teacher in the classroom to their peers to many others if they're willing to look at themselves critically and appreciate themselves and then appreciate the other youth that are going through the same thing with them this leads me to the greater uh, kind of more all-encompassing human experience if you can see that someone else has gone through something that's even remotely similar to you that is uh that's a connection and i think that that's worth fighting for um but one one thing that i'll share um that these elections you you've probably been hearing (laughs) about elections all day so people might be tired of it but um i ran into a friend um an old acquaintance uh who is Andrea Miller. She's director of CAUSA, uh-huh. a nonprofit organization, organization um, that works to advocate for communities okay. and help them participate in democracy as well. And it was a brief exchange. We're not super close, but I just saw her and I, I support her and I support her work. Um, and she, I just asked her how it was going, how the campaign was going. And she said, currently we are just focusing on Measure 105, mm-hmm. which was a measure... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That was brought to the ballot by a conservative group um, that is repealing a law that that was trying to repeal a law that um, made Oregon a sanctuary state. Yeah. Um, essentially, if that law would have, if that measure would have passed, it would have allowed police officers to racially profile which would have disproportionately affected immigrants that are undocumented. And so, and I'm I'm a bit emotional about this, honestly. Um, she said that's the only thing that they're focusing on in a race that had an election that had a lot of uh, important right. measures going on. Right. And I'm thinking, wow, like all these other measures could use your support as well. But I really thought about it she didn't make that decision lightly. Um, That is the, to me, the most important takeaway from yesterday's results, Mm -hmm. is she wanted to focus on a measure that if it was voted no, would make a huge statement that we as a people are not gonna accept other people. Basically, we're not gonna accept other people being abused and being labeled and judged and um other we won't accept it for ourselves because many voters were thinking this could be me but many voters were also thinking that could be my neighbor yeah that could be someone that i don't even know right i don't even want to hear about it i don't want this to happen at all and so and that was i don't remember the percentage points but it was smashed it was no way yeah um that it was no to to clarify it was no way that there that the people of oregon were going to accept there to be racial profiling here right right um and so that really struck me because that's at the core to me of all these other issues right and and constantly when i'm thinking about democracy and thinking about um i mean what what democracy supposedly is yeah and, and what it can be if it really is upheld yeah um it can be representative it can be fair and the reason why that measure I think was the most important one and and kind of a statement really kind of a statement of a movement and a a cultural change uh and in Oregon or, or perhaps we see ripple effects across the country is because affordable housing measure um Taxing um, corporations on on yeah. groceries. Yeah.